again, thank you so much for listening to episode 38 of the Arizona Movie Club. My name's Tyler, and I'll be your host, as I always have been, every single week. I'm here. I'm dependable. You're welcome. Uh, and joining me, as he has been, what, five episodes now, is my co-host, Romeo. How's it going, Romeo? It's your boy. I'm sorry. Am I not dependable? Oh, you're dependable. I'm not saying you're not. I, there was no shade there at all. About <laughs> no, I, felt like I felt like you pulled out an umbrella for that one, bro. No, I just, I told everyone for a long time, as a whole bit, that Andy would always be here. And he's not here, so if this is your first episode, here's Romeo, he's the co-host. Buckle in for a different podcast, but also the same. We're still talking about movies, nothing's changed. Uh, we got, we have a new movie this week that we were talking about. We're talking about New Mutants. It's not good, spoiler alert. Um, there's going to be spoilers, of course, and I've been spoiler tagging, doing my job as far as that goes. We are, we are a movie podcast that will... Hopefully be coming out Wednesday and Saturday every single week from here on out. Uh, we record on Mondays. Um, this is a little... We're doing our best schedule-wise, but this is a Tuesday. It's hard. Uh, it's hard. 2020's been hard. Uh, give us a little bit of a break, guys. Come on. Um, and, you know, now we talk about uh, some other things. Me and Romeo don't go into the same level of detail as me and Andy once did. But we will be reviewing all new movies going forward, including next week. we got Tenet from Christopher Nolan. Did you know that tenant spells backwards is still tenant? I didn't know it was a palindrome. That was kind of the whole point. It's like NASCAR. <laughs> People at home, please don't indulge him. NASCAR is spelled backwards. It's not NASCAR. And speaking of NASCAR, we're also going to be reviewing Talladega Nights next week. Nice segue. Appreciate it. Uh, I try. I try hard. I feel like, no offense to you and Andy, I've had some co-hosts that maybe don't always give 100% every week. But it's hard. <laughs> you know what's funny? I did think, does he know? Like, was that an intentional bro. layup? And I don't or alley oop, and I don't think it was. Bro, bro. You were just trying to pull a joke about Nat's car being a palindrome. But it but, works. But it works. It always works. Uh, and so if again your first time tuning in, or first time since me and Andy uh, hosted or you know, hosted together, expect a lot more of this. Um, is the Daddy's first thing here. I was saying. Please don't ever say that again. <laughs> Uh, and if you're new, we also have a new producer who's here, um, like 50% of the time. Say what's up, Misha. Well, I, I have to give a shit to you because I know you're not going to be here next week. Uh, I might make it next week because I'll, I'll be in town. On Monday? Yes. Okay. I was going to say we should record early just because we could, but never mind. We'll, we'll wait for you to see if you can make it Monday. And she's going to be like, I'm tired. I've been sleeping all day. <laughs> So this is the new crew we've been rolling with, but it's been fun. We've had some fun episodes. I when when May rolled around, I infamously dubbed what would come and we'd be talking about is, is the summer of sizzle. Um, and the summer of sizzle technically ended last week. I feel like it, that was the last August episode, and it, I I noted in our little recap that it ended with. It was like a wet blanket of Blade Trinity. Um, and then the fall of fucking awesome movies, I don't know, started with a terrible movie. Freaky <laughs> Fall? Freaky Fall. We'll, yeah. horror. we'll probably do a lot of horror, especially yeah. if new stuff isn't coming out. Um, Focus Pocus? No. We're going to a little Halloween town? This isn't the Disney Channel original movie podcast. All I pay for is Disney Plus, so please help me. <laughs> <laughs> pay for Netflix like a real adult. I use yours. I use someone else's. Wait, do you really use my Netflix? No. Uh, <laughs> I use someone else's. Oh, I figured, yeah. I just started paying for mine this year. Me and Andy had a, a moment in an earlier pod where I talked about it. Like, that was one of the moments I really felt like I'm going. I'm just, I couldn't, I forgot the login because, like, for some reason we were booted because I think it was, like, a, an update on Netflix and it booted us. Yeah. And I was, it was, like, at one in the morning and I was sitting there thinking, I'm not going to text my parents for the login info. This feels pathetic. Fuck it, I'm just gonna sign up for Netflix and get that first free month. Cause especially because you know you don't have to pay for it right then. I knew I wasn't canceling though, so it was like yeah. I got got. But dude, it's like fourteen dollars. I'm gonna like for four I think was that what it is? Yeah. I don't know, but I swear I selected the cheaper plan, and I don't have to go in and re-edit it because I was like fourteen dollars. I, I didn't realize I've been paying yeah, that for like four it's, months. It's, it's fourteen for the four K. I, I pay like six bucks for Hulu now. Granted, I'm one of the peasants with ads. Yeah, but like I I hate watching Hulu at your house. I hate it. I get reminded every like ten minutes. I'm like, you, oh yeah. Do you have ad free? Yes. You well, technically, my mother has ad free. Do you know what else is ad? <laughs> do you know what else is ad free? What? This podcast. But if you'd like to go ahead 
and be a potential sponsor. We're popular in the Tempe area. We have had listeners just all over the world. Uh, we're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and we will be on YouTube soon enough. We are. We also have a direct website, ArizonaMovieClub.Castos.com, and we are available on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and that's it. But oh, and we also have an email, AZMovieClub at gmail.com, and all of our in- social medias are Arizona Movie Club. So if you're a potential business partner, let us know. If you're just a fan listening, please DM us, comment us, tell us how much you like us, or tell us how much you hate us, or give us a suggestion for a movie because we're always down for that. And honestly, we're we haven't had much interaction, so we'll probably just review it. Like, yeah. we're just being honest. Uh, originally, we kind of had rules, like, one of us has never had to see the movie, but we, we kind of kept those. Like, yeah, like, in spirit. Yeah, but, like, we did a Mad Max birthday special. Really fun episode. Um, and, of course, me and Romy have both seen Mad Max before. So go go watch or go listen to that if you haven't heard it. Because, uh, like I said, we've had some fun ones here. And even the Blake Trinity episode, that sucked. But we talked about... Uh, if you've watched the recent The Batman or the Suicide Squad trailer, we have like a good 20-minute conversation yeah. just about how awesome those are. So we've had some good stuff. Uh, we're just retooling, trying to become the best version that this podcast can be. And so if, like, if you enjoy it or you want to sponsor us, just let us know. We're available. You can reach us. And um, if you're on YouTube, let us know if you really like YouTube. Like we, if we need to keep doing more videos um, or if you really appreciate video. Well, because... I'm going to upload this, so they're telling me from the past. Oh. Or from the future to the past. You know what I'm saying. Hi, future. What's it like? Does 2020, does 2020 still suck? I imagine it does. Uh, it's not if the Lakers win the final. It will be the darkest timeline. For you. For me, for sure. Yeah. Um, what is also involved in the darkest timeline is that the first relevant movie release we got this year was New Mutants. Oh, my God. So I'm going to pull a quick... I'm going to pull a quick audible here. Let's just talk about New Mutants first and end on Lovecraft Country. Let's end on a better note. We have to intervene before we start. Uh, We have to uh, wish someone, you know, a rest in peace. We should have started. I forgot. I'm so sorry. Like, really, if if we had recorded, like, two days ago, it probably would have been a little bit more fresh in my mind. Of course, I'm still thinking about it, but just it slipped my mind once more. Thank you for reminding me, Misha. I just want a quick quick shout-out. We're, like, the last people on Earth that... I'm sure it's relevant to anyone, but uh, rest in peace, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, uh, phenomenal actor uh, in a lot of very important films. And, like representation is important, and Chadwick Boseman got to portray a lot of really important African American icons throughout U.S. history, uh, and then he also got to be the first African American or black skinned superhero portrayed on screen outside of like Blade. <laughs> and we've been talking about Blade. For the past three weeks. Yep. But Blade wasn't cool and universal. Like, I, we love Blade, but he was... Kids couldn't go see Blade. Uh, and kids could go see Black Panther. And there's like a million viral videos of just a bunch of kids just fucking excited and dancing to... Yep. That they got to go see Black Panther. And that's cool. That's like... It's an important moment for a lot of people that don't see themselves represented positively on screen. Um, and Chadwick Boseman, like, gave life to that and was doing all that shit while he had cancer. And that Crazy, is dude. very, very hard. And that doesn't mean that if you're struggling with anything that you should feel the obligation to go and put out major movies. It's just a testament to how awesome Chadwick Boseman was. Um, and we just want to give a quick shout-out and pay our respect because um, he's a great actor. And uh, Black Panther rules, of mm-hmm. course. Well, we can move on now and we can talk about New Mutants, a far worse movie, something that Chadwick Boseman would never in a million years catch himself in. Um, not, the weird part is it's not like indicative that all these actors are terrible actors. There's a lot of confusing decisions made. Uh, and the best way I can put it is like, it's a hundred percent. And I haven't even seen that new fantastic four, but I hear it's terrible. And I, I was better than this. Was it, I I kind of view them in the same box as like, there was clearly ambitions for, we want to like do something different. And then whether it's an awful script Bad, like, there's a lot of studio interference, and I think you can tell that in this film. I don't know if this film had reshoots. I don't know if it ever knew what it wanted to be. Fox kept shelving it and putting it back and delaying it, and then Disney didn't even, like, with all the behind-the-scenes drama, didn't even want to release it. There was an obligation in all the actors' contracts and everything that this had to be released in theaters. Of course, Disney puts it out to die, kind of, as the first 
COVID, you know, and disclaimer as well, um, please don't go see a movie in a theater. It's not safe right now. Trust scientists. But also, like, if you're going to, this movie sucks, man. Like, it is not, not the movie not to do it. No, if you're going to risk your life for COVID, do not do that. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's not some cultural touchdown. Go to a drive-in. We luckily have that uh, benefit here in Arizona. Or rent from home. It's real comfortable. Uh, it's not available. That's kind of the shitty part about well, this. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, which maybe we should review. Like, I didn't pick Bill and Ted for this coming up week because I'm kind of broke. But we can review Bill and Ted that's out at home release. Yeah. After the week after we that. Can we get on your company card? I'll pay for it if you pay for it. So we should do a two-parter that week because Mulan's also coming out this week. But Tenet, we can do. But you know, maybe Mulan, my movie, my culture. Okay, then I'll pay for Mulan and you pay for Bill and Ted. It's all about principles. Hey. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, I'll get the snacks. Uh, no, the snacks are significantly cheaper than the thirty dollars. Not the way I buy them. And you know that. Well, maybe I wouldn't want to buy your crazy expensive snacks. They'll get you the good popcorn. The good one. What's the good popcorn? The one we make popcorn. in the popcorn machine that I'm buying on the company card. <laughs> on the company card. <laughs> the non-existent company card. <laughs> it's just your card. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, don't. Even if you have a drive-in, you can skip this movie. It's don't watch this movie. It's not good. Don't. Yeah. It's like this is what you watch if you if you're that curious. And I get it because I mean, like I hadn't been to a, I haven't been to a movie theater in over six months. I went to the drive-in, of course. Um, God, I like I just love going to the movies, and sometimes I would see awful movies on purpose, just like because I'm bored. There's nothing else in the theaters. But, like, this isn't worth it, man. This movie sucks. It's just, it, like, you have been hesitant to talk about You didn't want to even do the podcast because of how much you're just, like, bummed out. And this is kind of, I think, how we felt about Blade, which is why I made that audible. Blade, Blade Trinity, which is why I made that audible to do this and we can end on a good note with Lovecraft Country. But Trinity was better than New Mutants. To me, they're equal. You said, and I quote, that is the worst movie I've ever seen. Yes, I have said that. Multiple times, by the way. Spoiler alert going for it. We'll talk about the actual details of the plot now. One moment. That's a nice core slap right there. <laughs> so, it's got, like, that's the thing. You have to preface this with, it's got, on paper, talented actor, actresses. It's got Maisie Williams uh, of Game of Thrones fame, Ari Stark, who's one of the better, I felt like was one of the better, especially child actors in Game of Thrones, and we saw kind of grow up in front of our eyes. And she's not... She's not bad. Uh, She's not interesting. Yeah, as a character in this yeah. movie. Um, Anna Taylor-Joy from Which, The Witch and something else. Can you pull up? She's a Russian? She is a good actress. She's a Russian girl? Yes. And they forced these talented young actresses with the most hackneyed, awful actors. And I apologize if either one of them is real, but I just don't believe either one of them is real. I haven't heard them in interviews, but everything else, like, I'm almost positive that I've heard them, like, like, her Game of... Maisie Williams, specifically, her Game of Thrones accent, I'm pretty sure, is, like, real. She actually is English. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and not Scottish? Or what the hell is the accent they're giving her? Um, I know I might get flack for this, but it, it, it sounds either Scottish or Irish, but that's I what believe I was it's more Scottish. That's what I was thinking yeah, as well. I, I'm not... I don't know. Can uh, you pull what Anna Taylor Joyce from? Where's she from? Morgan Split Glass. Split. That's what I was thinking. She's in Glass. She's one of the cheerleaders. No, she's one, of the, one main of the characters. first girls. Yeah, she's from Split. From Split. She's the blonde one. Show, show, show Romeo what she looks like. Yeah, yeah, you remember her. This is her. Yeah, and she's in The Witch. She's phenomenal in The Witch, uh, and she's just a really good young actress. I'm almost positive. Is she American? You can actually see where she's born. Um, we can get definitive that she's not Russian and that this was a hackneyed accent. Oh she's American. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my gosh, thank God. Yeah, I was like, I just didn't want to be mean and sensitive to her if that was somehow her... But no, it sounded just like the most... Like, why? There is no... Yeah, no reason why she needs it. Backstory reason. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> she, like, because you get the ar the archetype, the setup, because if you're, you're wondering, and we should probably do a little bit better of a job explaining the plot because this is a brand new movie for people... We told them not to go to theater. We should probably give them a little bit of a breakdown. So it follows teenagers who, and specifically Danny, who's a protagonist, um, who is Native American, and they point that out. 
It feels like an excessive amount of times in the film. Yes. Um, like, here's the thing about, like, I don't know. To me, this felt like not even forced representation. Because, again, representation matters. It's awesome that you have a Native American protagonist. Yeah. But it feels like, hey, look at us. Aren't we so inclusive? Pointing it out, like, nine times in the guy. I thought, like, all of the stuff in it was, like, just super, like, shoehorned. Like, like, you can mention that once, and it's like, okay, we get yeah, it. We get yeah, it. like, we that's get cool. It. She's now just Danny. She doesn't have to be, like, like, people, and it's like other characters bring it up, like, unnecessarily. Yeah. Um, and it's not played to any kind of good effect. And basically, she gets, like, she, the indication is that she killed her family, or, like, I, is that she killed her family, or what? What happened in some kind of accident? So I guess when she spoilers, we already yeah. did that. Okay. So when she goes to sleep, I guess her like um, power comes out is mm-hmm. what I was understanding. Um, and and it, yeah. her power is that it brings out your deepest darkest fear. Her deepest darkest fear is this uh, bear demon or demon bear. I forget which they say, but she's afraid of bears. Yeah, she's afraid of a demon bear specifically. It's. <laughs> and it's a story that her dad told her to make her feel good about herself when she was a kid, and it just haunted her up until this day, I guess. This demon bear, who's as big as a fucking warehouse, one day just goes <laughs> to her reservation and wipes out the whole reservation. She's the lone survivor, and then she wakes up in this uh, asylum, almost? Yeah, it's like they play it as asylum slash Professor X's B-team, and then the twist is like later on you find out it's not the B team, it's uh there. So the indication is that where they send you, and this movie cares so much about tying this not only to the X-Men, but specifically to to quote me, the ten that is a perfect superhero film, Logan. Um, the audacity to be like, We're vaguely tied to Logan, please like this yeah. movie. <laughs> and we get shots from Logan. Yeah, like where they show the kids in the what she sees. Oh, that was from that's from Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I remember. And so that's kind of like what you find out is like actually the well-meaning psych uh, or what she technically considered not doc. Is she a doctor? She was not. Um, I think she was just a psychologist. No, but I'm saying like what she's framing herself as as a doctor. Okay, yeah. So the well-meaning doctor isn't really well-meaning. The horror that they try to portray early on, we find out, is actually Danny. So it's like, they try and include a lot of twists. Oh, we were playing it as this, but really it's because of this. And it's like, what you thought was just bad demons is actually the protagonist. Don't you feel conflicted about it? And it's like, no, because the setup is flat. The characters have unnecessary accents and terrible dialogue. It's just all... I, you felt offended by it, I feel like. I was super offended, dude. I was just kind of like, I we hear this movie. Like, I should have been fucking pumped, and I was, to see a new movie. And then it's like five minutes in, I was like, oh, this movie sucks. I really, no offense, I, I, I don't know the, uh, the... Danny, the actress? Danny, I don't know her, the, the actress's name. Blue she was... Hunt. Huh? Blue Hunt. Blue Hunt? That's her name? That's her name? Blue Hunt. That's okay. a baller ass name. That's a cool name. <laughs> Um, so I just didn't think she brought her again. So I don't think she's been in a lot. Misha, if you want, you can pull that up for us. But my guess is just like she was cast. I mean, they want like a young teenage girl. This is what we want her to look like. She fit that mold. And I'm sure she had a solid audition. I don't think that she was objectively awful. But man, if you pair it, if you pair an inexperienced actor with, with this god-awful script. script. <laughs> it's not a good mix. Yeah, it was not good at all. And to their credit, like, I guess Anna Taylor-Joy plays the, like, I they're portraying her as the the bitchy character, because they're, like, really leaning into the, like, team, team group dynamics. Yeah. And so she's, like, cheerleader, captain-esque, like, I'm the, I'm the mean one, I'm the yeah. snarky one. She leans into that and plays the heel, I guess, as well as she can. As much as, like, I guess if she had toned it down, it would have been weird. So at least she just, like, cranked up overacting to Eleven. Yeah. And Maisie Williams is supposed to play this really meek character named Rain. And it's, like, that's played. I guess she, like, she plays it really meekly. So she doesn't try yeah. to overact it. So at least they I think lean she, into like, I, th- I think Maisie Williams uh, hit exactly what they asked for. It's just that ter- character wasn't particularly 
It, it's just like what they were asking for was not correct. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, and I, I don't want to really harp on many of the performances. Outside of, I'll say, like, outside of the side characters, the not those ones we've just listed, yeah. are mostly forgettable in the sense that they were mostly given terrible one-liners. That was hot. There was more people? <laughs> Legitimately, I don't remember any other people in this movie. Yeah, like, remember the random guys in there. Like, the one that, um, he has the whole crazy nightmare where Anna Taylor joys the Russian character. She comes into the pool, but really she was never there. That guy, the guy that gets really hot, the, like, flame dude. Oh, I thought you meant more people. There was, like, legitimately six people in this movie. Okay, no, my point was, like, outside of those main three we discussed, uh, everyone else was given, like, four lines of dialogue, and it yeah. was, they were all terrible one-liners. Yeah. Why was that one guy always washing dishes? I don't know. I, like, I can't explain. I can explain how... I, I probably know... I feel like we have an idea of what the pitch was. Which is like, listen, had a lot of success with, like, X-Men movies that aren't following the traditional formula for a superhero. So this is a coming-of-age horror, teenage horror movie, where we're going to put all these teenagers together, we're going to lie on teenage tropes, kind of the back-and-forth dialogue, the funness of horror films... But actually, they're superheroes and there's powers. Uh, and at the end of the day, oh, actually, there's a twist. All of the horror stuff was the main character. So, like, we feel conflicted and there's a twist. That they're going to try and kill the main character. And actually, what's going to happen is she's going to save the day and they're going to defeat this evil organization. And it's like on paper, if you're a suit, you're just like, sounds good. Yeah. We'll, we'll like, fund that. Yeah. yeah, sure. You said that was a low budget and it's X-Men? Potential for like way yeah. overproducing. Yeah. Fuck yeah, people love horror and superhero movies, but it's just how like if you fundamentally mess up a script and nobody along the way, it's just like, what are we making? Yeah, this is what you get. It's yeah. it's not good. Um, I can read through my notes. You did not Please take don't. notes. I just I they're not super long, and there's some that just like probably reiterate what I said. Just why we've had accents for every character necessary. That was my first note. The country kid, uh, forget me, I don't remember any name. Oh, the guy who killed his dad. Yeah. he He's the older brother from Stranger Things, right? I haven't seen Stranger Things. Oh, you've never seen Stranger Things. I think he was the older brother. I liked him in Stranger Things. I'd be down to review that. Like, I guess it's just like a mini review. Is You don't care for it. Season one, awesome. Season two, eh. And there's a third season, right? Yeah, it, the third season is the same thing as the first. As, as they're all the same season, it's all the same thing every time. I'm good. All right. Uh, and he was not. Did you check? Uh, I thought you checked. Sorry. I didn't catch what the guy's the, name. What was that girl uh, in? What was his name? Nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah, she was in the originals. My favorite show, actually. I've never seen her in that. Um, and then she was in something called Bring Her Back Up. Do you even remember the character that it says she was in the original? No, that's what I mean. I don't remember her. Uh, something called Another Life the smallest of and Girl on Girl. Yeah, she wasn't in shit. This was her breakout role. Sorry to her. <laughs> this is... I think I vaguely remember her in the originals. Again, that's my favorite show. Um, didn't have an impact on me, obviously. So. I think she would have killed it without the accent. Yeah, all the accents were bad, dude. Yeah, yeah. the guy, the, the country guy. Why? Like, he was just so, like, forced into that accent, I felt like. like. And it felt like we did, so real quick before I go back to my notes, it felt like they, they, it just goes from, let's explain everybody's backstory, to movie pushes the brakes, to now, or pushes the gas, to now we're immediately at the end of the film. Yeah, it was really fast. Like, they were building so much, and then it was just, like, demon bear. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Man, this movie is old. Maisie Williams looks 12. Hard to see any dark scene at the drive-in. The people in front of us are dickheads. We had people pull up in front of us fucking 20 minutes into the movie, have to come at an angle to get in the spot directly in front of us, which we're thinking, like, we're good. Nobody's going to try and pull in front of us. And then these assholes proceeded to not turn, know how to turn off their lights for a good 5 to 10 minutes. Luckily, the security, which I guess is actually a police officer, which is, like, a little... Weird to see in, like, this, you know, discomforting, especially given everything that's going on around the country. But he's not in a cart. He, or he's not in a car. He's in a little fucking cart. Like, they clearly, you know, they're just security guards here. 
he pulls up and like we see him two cars down tell someone to turn off their lights and roll up to the window and so it's like oh thank god he's gonna go tell these people mm-hmm. and it's just like it, just, it was obvious in the body language that like he had to explain how to turn off your fucking lights in a drive-in and it's just like who shows up 20 minutes into a movie and does all this shit it was the most infuriating thing ever and it definitely didn't help the movie-going experience. But also, the cop was an asshole because he pulls up, and there's other space parks directly in front of us. So three minutes, he's explaining to them how to fucking turn off their lights. We can't see shit. You feel like you're watching one of those old-school bootleg movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we had been, like, uploading this to the internet, it would have been the worst. People would have been oh, like, God. what is going on? And then they're looking at me, and I'm clicking a different stream. I wish someone was shining lights in my face during this movie. I really do. Like, anything to get me away from it. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. This was- uh, So I was like, Smiley, Smiley's mask guy is weird. I, uh, that, I thought he was cool. He was the coolest like, part of the movie. Yeah, it, it ultimately didn't seem like it had any meaning. I know it was connecting to... I was really interested in that, you know? I feel like there's a lot of deleted scenes in this movie. Yeah. A lot of stuff left on the cutting room floor. That's its saving grace, is it is short. Google had the wrong the wrong runtime. We thought I googled it. It was like an hour forty five, an hour fifty, and I was like, "There's no way this movie goes on any longer." We're basically at the end, and it had like ten more minutes after that. So Google had the wrong runtime, and it was like, "Oh, thank goodness." So this is the B Squad X Men, basically with reference to uh, Professor X's school. Definitely hitting home. This is all tied to the X Men, really. Oh, and this is when I'm figuring out Logan stuff. Really bad at alternating tones from campy teen fun bonding to the semi-horror film it wants to be. Uh, the kissing scene with Danny and Rain is still sweet, um, and it seems genuine. Um, yeah. Their chemistry was probably the only semi-decent chemistry of the whole film. Mm-hmm. Even if that love interest felt a little forced, it still seems sweet in some way. Yeah. I think it felt more like Rain was definitely in love with Danny than Danny reciprocated it, but whatever, I fucking digress. You know what I mean? Da- I felt like Danny was like, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, um, which, like, it's also cool because you know there will be conservative people who are like, I'm protesting move this movie yeah. because there's lesbian superheroes, and it's just like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, like, like, like it's the only cool part of this film. Everything else sucks. <laughs> the CGI was not good, and I was just like, I thought that was one of its uh, better qualities. I did not. Uh, I. I put, does the horror movie thing where it makes it hard to decipher reality, but it makes it so obvious when it's happening that it's not effective. Because that's like a big horror movie trick is like, it plays a scene like everything's straight. And then it's like, is this really happening? And it does that trick once and you're like, okay, you got me. And then it does it like three other times and you're like, we know what's happening. We know none of this is real. But then it turns out it kind of is low key. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like demons messing with him. But it's like it's obvious that what's happening isn't necessarily reality, or it is, but it, it isn't. Is. Yeah, it's like, but it, I, just, it was really flip floppy. But we like, also we know exactly what's going on, like with oh yeah, it, I, it I, ends I like nobody believes. It was so like every time something happened, I was like, well, obviously, like this is this is the end, you know? Like yeah, uh, I put the twists and turns are at least solid, like the attempt and like like I said, like that pitch of like, but this happens and this happens. And there's ultimately too many of them, but the overall production value screams C-tier movie. Um, and then it that's the production value. And then the sum of its parts, I would argue, is definitely less than that. This has got to laugh for me. This line of dialogue. But the bear is too big. You're bigger. Oh, my God. That was like the dramatic scene where she's talking to Bro, her dad this- and trying to overcome the whole crux of the movie. And she's like, but the bear is too big. You're bigger. And then, oh, then she's thoroughly convinced. She's like, that's it. Now I'm just like, I've overcome my fear. This bear is bigger than a semi. And the size of like a three-story <laughs> house. And she's like, I'm bigger. And I'm like, well, that's not how that works. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care anymore. I, and I put super formulaic, despite what seems to be an initial attempt at making something different at first. You can tell there was studio interference big time, obviously. They just had too many fucking... Uh, Cooks in the kitchen, man. Yeah, it's too many bullet points they were trying to hit, man. Yeah, it's it's a mishmash. It's terrible. Um, I feel like I pretty well elaborated. Like, we can't have people... Because yeah. I was... We have, we follow a bunch of movie accounts on Instagram, and I was telling Romeo, this isn't one of the ones that's, like, in the group thread we have, like, with all the other reviewers. But I saw one of them, like, as I was scrolling through, because occasionally I will, 
and they reviewed this movie and gave it a 10 out of 10. I shit you not. I'm telling you this. And you, like, apparently Bro. forgot. And now you're re-surprised. Bro. And offended. Are you serious? I kid you not. I need to look at the... Oh, I need to look at our... At that chat and report that. Okay. <laughs> they're not in the chat. They're just, like... They were on the feed. Oh. Because I saw Red Yeah, and they just, like... I, I'm reporting we follow them, yeah. <laughs> I am reporting that person. And it was, like, no offense to you if you're somehow listening. You need to learn how... To, like, we joke, but I can seriously review a film if I need to. And that's the thing, when you're putting it in text, and there's no context, and there's no you goofing around, you sounded like an eight-year-old who didn't know how to critically, like, review films. But even eight-year-old me would have been like, yo, it was kind of cool, seven out of ten. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't have been, like, this movie is, is a perfect... Like, do you realize what you're saying? Like, I've gone on rants about how it's not a big deal to give a movie a ten, but to give a film this terrible... Like you can have fun with it if it was your first time in theaters and forever. I understand that. Um, but you're looking at it with like rose rose into glasses. Um, this film is fucking terrible. Yeah. Right, you wanted me to go first for me means, right? Yeah. All right. It's a three. It's it's what I said I was debating giving it what Blake Trinity gave it. It's there's so many like they're opposite sides of the coins. Like there's all these problems. There's all this behind the scenes drama interference and ultimately they're just. Bummers, like they're not fun to talk about or watch. Yeah. And so, like to me, it's like, oh, that's perfect. They match up. They're both threes. Blake Trinity, anyways. Again, one is fun and dumb, and two is basically like a great film, a great action dumb film. Go watch Blade Two instead of this. Seriously, man, you can literally watch anything. Go watch Upgrade, please. Like Upgrade yeah. is so much definitely better. Watch Upgrade. Your, definitely. your money, and it's horror esque, and it's got like sick action, and it's kind of like everything you probably wanted out of New Mutants, but it's out of a good film. And it costs $4. Also, by the way, what the fuck? None of them have any cool power. Yeah, the like, powers suck. Macy Williams turned into a fucking dog. Like, that's so we did be over Not even that. like, she couldn't even, like, choose which animal she was. She turned into a fucking German shepherd. They, they didn't even explain. They were just like, they just put, they just put a dog in the background. And, like, everyone was like, well, yeah, that's her. Like, what the fuck? Like, God, man, dude. Okay, what's, what's your story? Fuck. Getting bad, dude. I'm gonna give it a one. Damn, that's the lowest score recorded on the show, dude. Or on this podcast, this movie was fucking a one. Horrible. I don't know if I can give a one, a movie a one out of principle. This is not good, dude. Okay, it says locked into the two. That's our lowest rated movie ever. You don't even need to. No, you, no, this isn't hard. You just, this is, you know, in the movies where you just spin the lock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what you're doing right there. Bloop, bloop. Go ahead, Robert. We don't. Even yeah. Care. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck that. It's a two in there. <laughs> so now we get to we get to wrap up with Lovecraft Country, baby. This is a I totally forgot we were still doing Lovecraft. So I despite not being Lovecraft's best episode, it's so much better of a note to end on than Humans for sure. I enjoyed this episode. I feel like I was less critical of it than you. Uh, I think yeah. it's a theme of this week of this week. Yeah. To me, so spoilers for Lovecraft Country, of course. You know, we're, we're going in depth with all these. This is this screams that we don't feel like we have, or we just don't have, eight hours worth of content for the first season, at least. Yeah. What we want to tease, what we want to do, what we want to flesh out. Okay. Well, what makes sense? Well, okay. Well, they have to go back to their regular lives before the character, the basically before. the wizard come back in and, and change everything again because we got a preview of that. We know that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So what do we do to fill the time? And instead of having just like a regular human interest episode where it's just like maybe it involves a love plot or something like that, they're like, hey, we pitched this as semi-horror anyways. What if we have a straight like haunted house episode? And that's what this is while also continuing the human interest of it. And by human interest, I mean it just like it digs deep and tries to like contrast what the protagonists of the show who are all African American are dealing with like the insane sci-fi otherworldly part of the show with the vehement racism at every turn. Um, so did we get, I feel like at some point in this episode, we got a confirmation of the timeline, right? It was like in the no. So the original people that disappeared were in the fifties. So we know this is past that at least a good amount past that. Um, did you think this was before the fifties? no, but I thought it could have arguably been the late 50s or early 60s 
And I think the way they presented that information has happening have happened a while ago. Sixties. I think we may the vibe gives off sixties. The vibe gives off sixties, but what nineteen fifties? Does it say that's what the this 50s? is placed in? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. In the nineteen fifties. Yeah, that's what I said, right? <laughs> but it, it makes it's weird because it makes it sound like the fifty five incident happened like a decade ago. I I was thinking like twenty. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I was thinking it could even be in the seventies. Yeah. But I, so I guess that answers our question there. That was like yesterday. That's like oh yeah. You're like, do you remember two thousand fifteen? No. Well, yes, but no. Like realistically, I can probably pick out memories that happened in two thousand fifteen. But the horrible years always, the horrible or the really amazing years always stand out more. And I haven't. Like, I'll just be honest, I haven't had any amazing years in my life in a while. Um, and the horrible ones are just like 2016 and then, of course, this fucking year. Next. 2016 was bad. Yeah. 2016 was bad? 2016 was great for me, man. We don't get political too often, but honestly, if, if you like Donald Trump and you're listening, go fuck off. Like, um, that's oh, not yeah, what I take that's here. That happened. Uh, that happened. That's like I a was, giant My first daughter was born in 2016, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot that that timeline matched up, but that's understandable. <laughs> but, like, it just wasn't a great year. Um, some personal things happened for me that year, and it was just like everything was compressed, and I was like, Man, this year sucks. Can't get worse than this, though, right? And then, and then 2020 was just in the background. Like, it's happening here. Huh? Hold my fucking beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like that, uh, that meme with that guy in the yellow suit from yeah. behind the tree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's rubbing his hands. He's like, who you fucking wait? 2020 was just like, you know what? They haven't appreciated how shitty free 2017, 18, and 19 have been. We're, we're coming for you. Even though those years, because of the aforementioned Trump part, there's been like bad, bad portions. Of those years, of course, no matter what. But yeah, 2020, obviously the notable bad year. Like, yeah, but to answer your question, I don't remember 2015. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It wasn't that long ago. You Force, know, Awak- like, Force Awakens came out that year. I do remember that year. Horribly. <laughs> I like Force Awakens, so. then like Disney ruined Star Wars? Uh, oh, Bloodborne came out that year. Fucking awesome game. So, like, 2015 had its merits. But, like, that's, that's honestly how I remember a lot of my stuff, too, is pop culture touchdowns. Well, that was my freshman year of college. You didn't go to college, Romeo. Technically, I was not enrolled, but I went to college. Technically, that's when I quit college. You are an old man. Shut up. <laughs> I said quit, not finished. <laughs> Misha's, official, Misha's the oldest person in this room, and she knew it was... Don't you throw Misha under the bus. Don't you throw Misha under the bus. She tried to avoid eye contact, and she was just like, I'm not going to say anything <laughs> about age here, because she's going to say I'm older. Don't you throw me under the bus. <laughs> Back to Lovecraft Country. Um, yeah, so that's it, it continues that part of the actual human and non-monster part. It's a notably monster-free uh, episode, but we do get ghosts. I was say technically it's monster-free, but there are ghosties. And they're weird. I, they're creepy. I was last night when I was going to sleep, I thought about the one that was right at the bedside. And I was like, ugh. That, what was the creepiest to you? That yeah. one? Maybe that one or the basketball player with the baby hand. I thought so when it first occurred, it was the creepiest to me. But then, like the longer they stayed on it, the CGI stuck out a little too much. But initially, upon seeing it, the head out of this concrete was creepy to me. Oh no, I did not get creepy vibes from that at all. Just because the face is disgusting looking. No, yeah, I I was like, I I really enjoyed the moment at the end. I enjoyed it. They played with your expectations in the idea that, like, all of the African-Americans that had been tested on, tortured, and killed were also somehow, like, they wanted to be free. They actually wanted to be free. And the shitty white owner of the house was that tested on them wanted everyone to get out of his house. And that she was, like, basically, like, touching and, like, coming into contact with the spirits. They were like, they team, they also wanted to be free. So, of course, instead of the ghosts like acting against their own self interest, teamed up to help like fucking purge this house of this asshole. Which makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah it makes yeah. sense. Like, why are sometimes like ghosts do things against their own self interest? Yeah. It's like they want to leave. Well, then why are they making my life a living hell here? Yeah. Like, at no point were they like, they were like lingering in the backgrounds and stuff, mm-hmm. but at no point were they like, Hurting people, messing with people. Like, yeah. And they were just like. I think this is an episode that's not. It's not as good as the sum of its parts. 
because I think there's really good scenes, but I think it like I don't say it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It's a filler episode. It's a filler episode, yeah. but it's a good filler episode. Like this this episode would have been so much better as a movie. I told you that right after it said, yeah. I was like, it would have been so much better as a movie. It's like a mini movie. Yeah. Because it, it, the scene where Leticia walks out and just fucking destroys oh, the car yeah, yeah. is, and then the, all of so them get with all the shotguns, guns in the back, and they're just standing around looking for people. They're and like, then I love the smart logic of immediately once she's done, the sister pulls up with the car, they throw all the guns in, and then she bounces because they know they're all going when away. When I right saw right? that, I was like, it's unrealistic. Why? The police would have gone after her. Well, so I do think it badly portrayed the time lapse. I think there was supposed to be time in between more, a little more time. Yeah, but the way it cuts makes it seem like yeah, they, they were cut pulling something up out. Yeah. as she's leaving. So yeah. I think it was meant to be. There's time. So yeah, I I think that was what it was intended with that scene. That just should have just been more of a time lapse. Maybe it didn't make enough sense with whatever scene they had in between. They couldn't do reshoots. I'm sure there's some sort of explanation, but I don't think it's the biggest. Sin of the episode, and I, I don't think it's a bad episode. Like it's, I mean, it, it wasn't wanna, bad. It wasn't we bad. We want to call it wraps on that. Um, I, I think I give it like a seven, like maybe a seven five. Yeah, seven feels a little harsh because it's like a seven five verging on an eight. Because I did like it individual. It's just when I think about the context of like, how does this fit in? It it's gonna, in the story it's gonna so stick far. out like a sore thumb. So I feel far. like when we look back on the eight episodes, we're gonna go. Yeah, like that was cool, but what the fuck was that episode about in regards to everything else? We'll see though. We'll see what that house entails for. Maybe, yeah, maybe it ties it back. Yeah. It could be like a cool gem later yeah. on, but it just there's so little context right now. It's just the worst of the episode so far. It's still not bad. It's still enjoyed. Phenomenal act, uh, acting by Journey Smollett, of course, and Jonathan Majors. Like those two are so phenomenal. It's like I just yeah. They uh, hopefully they get some Emmy nominations oh, dude. for this. Bro, you on a good HBO show? What? Getting money. They're getting paid for sure. Hopefully this opens up. If you haven't seen, well, you probably not your type, but if you like the indie movies me and Andy talked about, um, the Last Black Man in San Francisco is phenomenal, and Jonathan Majors is in that. Uh, and then Journey Smollett's been in. Like said, phenomenal. Yeah. What did, What do you know of her? Because I I know she's in she's Bayou Underground. Just a lot of different. You know, obviously black films that we love, but uh, definitely a '90s, a '90s kid who just was phenomenal. So she was she a child actor? Yep. Okay. He was by you. She was a she was a child actor. I didn't know that. So I knew her from, and I've recently seen her in Birds of Prey. She's a black canary, um, and she was phenomenal in that. Yeah. What? Yeah, I told you this. We talked about this the first episode, or we talked about Lovecraft Country. I don't remember anything. Um, she's black canary. What? Wow. It's great in that too. Okay. Yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi killed it in Prince of Prayer. Yeah. Uh, you and McGregor was phenomenal in that as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't have I to just... score the episode if you don't want to. It's up to you. Uh, looking back, I almost think the first episode was a ten. I give it a nine. But like, that first episode was such a perfect episode, and then last week was like an eight five, and this one's like it's a seven been five. Yeah, not gonna but but like not even in an awful way. I'm still looking forward to watching it. Like I'm still watching this, dude. Yeah, I'm yeah, we're not, not. We're not. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll give it a six. Ooh, you're you're definitely a little lower on yeah. me. It's just because I don't right now. I don't see how the whole episode ties in. Is it a placeholder six? If it somehow makes sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. After the season, yeah. Well, yeah, I'll okay. I'll take that back totally. Um, but as of right now, yeah, I don't, I don't see how it ties in. And uh, maybe I'll give it a six nine. Okay. Because I really liked nice. at the at the end. This yeah, is an internet giggity. nice giggity. Um, I really liked at the end when it showed the elevator going under the basement and then showing the uh, that part was the, cool. the three bodies of the guys who just died, and then it pans. Wait, so is there something that was supposed to be implied about that about that tunnel at the end? Are you I was assuming that was the uh, the what uh, the people who died before. It was, but there was clearly a tunnel that kept going. It seemed like there was a lot more. Than That's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, which is what I really liked. Wait, maybe he's he's like a stand-in for what was America's first original serial killer? Um, his last name was Holmes. It was J something. Is it JJ? JK? I don't know, dude, you're creeping me out right now. 
he's because originally there was supposed to be a James Franco movie about him. What? Uh, supposedly, he, like it never got made, but he was like signed on. Um, Alexis knows this because she likes the serial killer stuff. I don't, know I, do. who, I don't know who the first serial killer in America it, was. He was he was dubbed America's first serial killer because he was like the first one that went national with story. Columbus. <laughs> actual for a serial killer, yeah. But like, I wonder if, and I think he may have been. It feels like I feel like he was in the Midwest, but I don't know if that was. They usually are, aren't they? <laughs> no, I mean, aren't? Am I? I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think you're totally wrong, but I don't want anyone in the Midwest to think you're saying anything bad about them. Geographically, specifically, um, it's gonna happen there. So, like, maybe there's some cool implications. Like, if they do some alternate history stuff, I think that would be cool. I want people to have powers. You just want this to turn into, like, a superhero fantasy show. Whereas, like, I'm more interested in the horror and the monsters. Like, I just want more monsters, but I understand, like, the CGI budget was a little limited. So, like, hey, so, like, can you tease the monsters, but then maybe not show them a lot till, like, episodes four or five so we can get a couple episodes mostly CGI free. Yeah. And they're like, we can't give you CGI free, but what about like ghosts? That's a lot cheaper. Or about they like, were f- faded people. And they were like, <laughs> and they were like, done. They're like, no, 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 no. All right. Uh, Was yeah. there uh, anything else yet? Add? Wait, quick, quick, I have a quick question for Misha. Are you in now that we you know Journey Smollett's in? Now that I know that she's in it, I'm 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 I'm, I'm there. And we have to add, she's fucking great in it. She is so good. She's a phenomenal actress. I don't doubt it at all. Three episodes. Just Can catch I also up. say the ward, whoever does the wardrobe on this Dude, show is fucking, fucking amazing. Killing it. Yeah, her outfits are fucking fire. Takes outfits. He looks a fucking. He looks amazing in his outfits. I do. I wish I could dress like that. I got a belly though. Wait, quick question. Also, did you take the scene where they have sex? She's bleeding. Did you think that might be some horror, like something to do with the house and the demon? Because they just saw a demon in fucking in a haunted bathroom. Did you take it as that, or did you immediately go? Oh, it's her first time. Or did you go, it's her time of the month? Because um, I, I legit thought the first and the third. I did not take it as, oh, it's her first time, and then we find out later. I did not take it as the first. You didn't take it as the... At all. As I, the haunted stuff? No, yeah, no. Just like weird stuff happens in haunted houses. Oh, you know it. what I mean? Like, I get it. I get it. You took it as the time of the month? Uh, no, so I took it as, uh, yeah, she, uh, it was the time of the month. That's what I thought. I was like, I really didn't think too much of it. Well, because it was like... Because it kind of portrays her as a um, it's such a dramatic promiscuous woman. Doesn't it's it? such a dramatic moment. I think they just let the character lean in to the fact that she is hot a lot. But like that's, I think that's almost like pulling a double standard on the audience. Like if you thought she had, she was promiscuous, that's on you, asshole. Stop judging characters based off their uh, based off their looks because she is kind of like a very independent person. Like, I think it gives us enough of those vibes. Um, well, yeah, she's Letitia fucking Lewis. It's such a good line. It's one of the favorite <laughs> lines in the show so far. But, yeah, no, like, that's my whole thing is, like, weird stuff always happens in haunted houses. So I'm just, like, and, and there's such a hard dramatic cut that it's, like, okay, something clearly happened, but it's not explained at all. So I'm, like, could be time of the month. But I was, like, also, some weird stuff's going. You, you know, like, she just saw yeah. a demon in the bathroom. Yeah. And then when it played that, I was, like, oh. Played on my expectations. Yeah, no, I, not once did I think she was a virgin. Okay, I didn't think not that either. either. Also on me. Yeah, I mean, but they kind of, they were saying she was like always in a new city, you know, like yeah. always asking for money and stuff. They they portrayed it really early and then turns out flipped the script. Misha, you gotta watch you gotta watch the first three episodes and then be in by okay. Well, even if you don't do anything else on Monday. Even if you don't show up, at least watch episode four. So that way, by the next by the next recording, you will be up to date on five, and we can just all sit you know, here and talk about right. the theories. You don't gotta keep up on the movies, but the, the show, show. All right. Yeah, they just put Sister Sister on Netflix, so I'm You've a little tied up. It's my people, man. I grew up on that. I gotta watch it from start yeah. to finish. But it's Dirty Smollett, come on! I know. It's Tia Tamara, man. I know Tamara. This is hey. I swear. You know Tamara. I, Alexis, the church I went to. I went to Tamara multiple times. I love her. They went to the same church. I love her. I don't know which one in California. Actually, the one with the mall. That's the one. Tamara. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she went to the same church as us. That's awesome. Yeah, and so I saw her a lot. They're great people. She was the first person I ever saw with a cell phone. She was what? She was the first person I ever saw with a cell phone. 
It had Disney money. Right. It was, I was like, what is that? It's, <laughs> it's only three hours so far. No, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. But it's in between my sister's sister. That's fine. As long as you watch it. As long as you watch it. I'll watch so, it. Sister, sister. Also, I've been watching Smart Guy on Disney+. Plus. That's great. The Maoris. You all watched Sister Sister. sister as Yo, a kid. how about, how about the dad on that show, right? Dude's a fucking god. He's, He's pretty cool. What you, have you seen Smart Guy? He's a swan say, watched, guy. He's a good looking dude, man. He's a swan I, guy. I just said, I watched Sister Sister and Smart Guy wasn't my thing. Oh, yeah. sorry. I was singing the game. The Maoris. We all need them in our household. Right. It's good, man. All three of them. Did you watch their later movie? Which one was that? Seven six years again? later, Twitches came out. Seventeen again? No, not Twitches. The one with the where they time travel. Or Seventeen again? Yeah, is that it? Yeah, I've seen that more times than I. Yeah, more times than I can count. Probably more times that than sisters. Then more sister content than I definitely uh, expected. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, you never know. Plugs. Like I said, it's 17, 17 degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's just like we just end up all over the fucking place and we come up to some weird random subject by the end of it. But yeah, go watch Lovecraft Country. Uh, just don't pay for HBO Max, though. It sucks. Unless HBO Max, you want to be a sponsor, um, we'll tell people to go subscribe to your your app. Um, just find someone that does have an HBO Max and uh, watch Lovecraft Country. It's good. Do not watch New Moons. Do not watch New Mutants. Yeah, then you heard it from Romeo first. Don't watch New Mutants. Probably last. I, it just sucks. Like, I need to get us some critic screenings so we can just, like, watch movies before they come out in the safety of our homes. Well, I've already seen Tenet. Shut up. Yeah. You haven't. Yeah, me and Denzel went to high school together. All right, now you're just making this <laughs> uh, your Tamara stories on real estate. No. Anything else you have to plug before we head out, Romeo? Uh, no. All right. Have a great day. It's been awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, please, like I said uh, earlier, go email us at azmovieclub at gmail.com. Uh, you can DM us, uh, comment, let us know what you enjoyed. Uh, if you have any recommendations for going forward outside of, we're probably going to do Mulan and Bill and Ted Face the Music. If you like, if you don't want those for some reason, or you want something else, maybe we'll maybe we'll stop that just for you guys. Um, but stay tuned. We are having Tenet and Talladega Nights come out this Wednesday, or just coming up Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, but it's been awesome. Please let everyone you know that likes the movies or likes podcasts and maybe likes it a little more fast and loose like me and Romeo uh, have. Hey, 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 hey. Don't you ever describe me as fast and loose ever again. <laughs> uh, like me and Romeo have made the podcast now. But um, that's going to be all for me, guys. Have a great day, night, week, whatever. Bye, guys.